Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Champions Week is underway in Las Vegas, but the main event is still to come tomorrow night at the Wynn Hotel. The sport is gathering to celebrate the season that's been new champion Joey Logano at the head table for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series Awards. We are excited to bring you that tomorrow. Welcome to NASCAR America, everybody. Carol Amano joined by our red carpet studio team <laughs> oh, for tomorrow oh, night's yes. big Cup Series Awards show. Uh, what will you guys be wearing? Everyone wants yeah, to know. Everyone well, you know, know, last year I had basically the red carpet and a velvet red jacket. That was nice. That, that was, was very nice. Very nice. I don't know what I have for tomorrow yet. Yeah. We'll yeah. figure it out tonight. Are you thinking denim on denim? Or have you done that before? I was. Do I, I, have I done it before? I'm from the South, South. Arna. I mean, come on. I, I'm from the South. We do that all the time. What are you talking about? Yeah, he's a rock star. You guys plan something special? That. Okay, we've got, we have got a huge show tomorrow, but we still have plenty to come over the next hour. Here's what's coming up on today's show. Every season has its share of beefs between drivers. 2018, no different. So which of those rivalries is going to be worth watching in 2019? Who's got beef? Plus, we're going to show you what happened when we let a few of our teammates here at NBC Sports step into our iRacing simulator. You don't want to miss that. And more of our 18 moments from the 2018 season. We have been going through them this week on NASCAR America. Now we are closing in on the final few, and today we start back at the beginning, the season starting off with a bang. Anything can happen when a win is on the line, especially if it's the Daytona 500, and that was proven on the final lap of this year's Great American Race as Austin Dillon and Eric Almarola dueled for the victory. What we've been waiting for for the last three months. Drivers, start your engines! 40 cars come to life on pit road, the 60th edition of the Great American Race, the Daytona 500. Eric Almarola, Aurel Hamlin, and for the lead. What a debut this Stuart Haas Racing. This would be for Eric Almarola, but it's far from over yet. Back on his rear bumper now to the inside is Denny Hamlin. To the outside, it's Austin Dillon. Dillon turns it. No one ever thought he would contend for the win. Daytona 500 winner, come on. <laughs> so awesome to take a three-car back to victory lane 20 years ago. This was for Dale Earnhardt Sr. and all those senior fans. I love you guys. We're going to keep kicking butt the rest of the year. And Austin Dillon hopes to have more winning moments in 2019 with new crew chief Danny Stockman. That's not the only big change at Richard Childress Racing. Daniel Hemrick moving up from the Xfinity Series to take over the 31 car. Meanwhile, Ty Dillon will stay at RCR satellite team Jermaine Racing. What do you expect, Kyle, from Austin Dillon next year? A lot of change over there and a lot of change overall of what we're heading into next season. Well, they're putting the band back together. If you look at Danny Stockman and, and, and Austin Dillon. And I think Austin has shown over the last few years, I think he's taken more of a leadership role. I know Ryan Newman's been there, and we've talked about it, but now he has to be the leader at that team. He is the senior statesman now at, what, 27, 28, 28 years old. 28 yeah. years old. He is the senior statesman at Richard Childress Racing. His granddad's business, his dad and his, his mom's business, eventually it will be part of his business. So I think he's got a lot vested here. 
and he's got to perform. It's time for him to step up and start winning some races. So I think this is a very positive change for the three-team in the fact that I spoke to Danny Stockman back at Vegas when he filled in for Justin Alexander, and he and I had a long conversation about the RCR Cup program, what he had noticed kind of dipping his toes in at that time, and what he'd noticed different from what they do on the Xfinity side. And he had a lot of things to say that he felt like could be done differently, could be done better. Yeah. So I think he really relished this chance. And I spoke to Austin about this at Miami. So it was a little bit ahead of when everyone else knew. But, you know, we all kind of knew it was coming. Yeah. And he was really excited. And, and I think, you know, it goes back to what you said, getting the band back together. These guys had so much success together. I raced against them. They were an incredible duo. They just really could read each other's minds. And that's what you need at this level. The cup level, you need a duo that reminds you of a Chad Knauss and Jimmy yeah. Johnson on Adam Stevens and Kyle Busch. And these two have that relationship. They have a winning pass. So I just believe this is a very positive step for the three-team coming off a set of races in the playoffs that were remarkable. I mean, this team yeah. was a top-ten race team throughout the playoffs. Justin Alexander did a great job with Austin Dillon in the playoffs, and they really stepped up. So I think this is a very positive change for them and something that kind of had to happen to take the next step. Hopefully. When you find that chemistry, how do you replicate that in a different series? How different is it going to be? It's, it's different, and, and just as we heard Parker talk about Danny looked at what they do at the cup level. He knows that what, the, what they do at the Xfinity level, and he's like, I can make some changes. I can do some stuff. But the chemistry between a crew chief and a driver works no matter where you're at. Yeah. The rules may change. The equipment you use may change. The technology may change. But it's that relationship. And I think that's sometimes we talk about this business and we talked about the techn- or talk about the technical side of it so much. But it's still a person-to-person. It is a relationship business. Well, because you mentioned rules changing in this new rules package is what I was kind of alluding to earlier with what 2019 can bring. When you have an organization that needs a shot in the arm, could a new rules package like this actually be a good thing for a team like that? So this is a big question in the sport right now. And I mean, every race team is asking themselves. Anyone who wasn't Joe Gibbs Racing or Stuart Haas is saying, all right, this is our chance. We're going to catch up. (laughs) I think there is a a, a lot of crescents to that, though. I think there's midfield teams who have been handed a god send in terms of being able to keep up yeah. with some of the bigger teams. And I think for a team like Richard Childress Racing, it's a positive well. Now, I also look at the fact, as I just referenced, their speed in the playoffs. You know, speed is, if it's inherently in the race car, no matter what the package is, that's going to kind of translate a little bit. So I think what they've ever they've found in these last couple of months will translate into next year, and they can build on that. But with a new package, it's a bit of a reset. No one exactly knows what is going to be yeah. best, right? Everyone's going to show up to Daytona and then go on to Atlanta and say, all right, What's best? I don't know. We're going to find out. And so they're going to do the best simulation, the best research they can. But when you have that unknown, that X factor, that just opens up the door for teams to catch up to the other teams and for bigger teams to maybe make a mistake and not really hit it right off the bat. Yeah, and this is a substantial rule change this year. Yes. Last year, if we go from from 17 to 18, it was not a big rule change. But the Ford drivers, as late as December and January of early 18, the end of 17 to early 18, Brad Kay and those guys were like, we're going to have a terrible year. It's going to be terrible. We were bad last year with this rule change. We're going to be worse. The Fords came out as the dominant car over the first five or six races. I think the Chevy camp is hoping to replicate that in 2019 to be the teams or be the cars that maybe were behind, that maybe weren't where they needed to be. They're counting on this rule change at least leveling the playing So there's an interesting thing I just thought of, though. So we're talking about the rule change kind of condensing the field and maybe giving the the midfield teams a chance to catch up. And when I look at teams that would be right there in the middle, you know, your fringe playoff contenders, I look at RCR. So now the other side of it is if some of those teams behind them are able to catch up a little bit more, it puts more competition 
for making the playoffs, right? It almost condenses the field and could potentially give them some teams that they weren't fighting with before catching up. So I think as much as we say, okay, yes, there's a positive in the X factor yeah. of the unknown, it also could mean the same for the teams behind them catching up and eclipsing them. Yeah, and Isn't I that think ultimately I've, a good thing. Oh, I think yes, it's great I, for yeah. the sport. Great no for the sport. Yeah. I think NASCAR is looking at it and saying, okay, we want to pull these teams back and lift these teams up and bring everybody, yeah. as Parker said, condense the field and make it more competitive. Did you know that uh, we're putting Austin Dillon to work tomorrow? I, I you guys, hear that. Did you guys hear great. about this? You yes. guys at home, we are making Austin Dillon clock in. He's going to be our red carpet reporter <laughs> from Las Vegas tomorrow during our coverage, which starts at 8 Eastern here on NBCSN. He Hopefully he has a looks, couple more sparkles. He always time. looks so dapper, you know, just showing up with a full sparkle suit. Um, here's a look back at some of the fun that we had on the red carpet last year. Let's take a look back. We've never done a stand-up together before. Kind of nervous, Scott. All right, what are you looking forward to most when you get inside? Uh, probably the after party, I guess. He owns his tux, got the old school little stripe, but he's got stripes down the side. That's very James Bondish of you. I like that. Yeah, I, uh, right from Men's Warehouse, man. <laughs> Easy enough. You can get your own if you want. How about you? I mean, do you pick out what James is going to wear? Um, I have my opinion, yeah. He, he, uh, I, he takes my advice, yes. Straight on, clip on, right? Heck yeah, I can't, I can't tie my shoes, let alone a tie or a bow tie. All right, you got a few of your teammates here as well. Who do you think cleans up the best amongst the JGR drivers? Cleans up the best? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they, you're allowed to vote for yourself. They always look so good, you know. <laughs> She's a real beauty. <laughs> well, young man like you, Chase, tell you your stat. There's no girl here. What, what's up with that, dude? I don't know. Need some, uh, need some game, I guess. Well, Matt Kenseth here solo because Katie is is three weeks away from giving birth to your next child. So uh, how's how's everything going at home? It's good. We're just about ready to have a complete basketball team. I don't know. Ouch. Tony Stewart with his typical. It's always pinching your butt. It's weird. <laughs> One last thing. What's the end game for the hair? <laughs> uh, probably two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> We're excited to have Austin with us for our entire red carpet show. The clip on bow tie was that was a hit last yes. year. Do you remember that? Was it Daniel Suarez that showed up yes. with like a really cool clip and they on had a wooden one before bow tie? Right? Was it oh, did they really? No. Oh, was that the year before? I can't remember. I can't remember. He had a wooden bow tie. No, no, nothing, okay. nothing at all. I mean, and if you're you Eric Jones, you just like, go to whoa, whoa. I did not. But Eric maybe, Jones had the James Bond thing. I think he just yeah. went on the on Google and typed in <laughs> yeah. James Bond. I like you know, got you can it. get your own if you want. Yeah, yeah, you can. just <laughs> head right on over to Suit Supply. Um, earlier today, by the way, in case you missed it, NASCAR did announce the most popular driver in two of its three national series. So Noah Gragson taking home the Truck Series honors, and then in the Xfinity Series, it was Elliot Sadler for the third straight year. The driver everybody expects to win on the Cup side, of course, celebrating a birthday today. That is Chase Elliott, 23 years old today. How about that? That's, and I mean, heading into this banquet, I think, with a little bit more game. Yeah, you know, hopefully. He said he was we'll missing see. some. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. The cameras will be on it. He said he was missing some. One thing we don't have to bring up is when he'll win a race. Yes, we true, already know that. True now. that true Come that. on, this Three guy's a winner now. This guy's a winner now, and he might just be the most popular driver in this portal. Although there are some out there who think it could be somebody else. So you'll oh. have to tune in tomorrow to check in. Um, see. Meantime, coming up, the NBCSN iRacing Simulator has provided its share of moments here on NASCAR America. So what do you think would happen if we let our staff get behind the wheel of that bad boy or maybe even the host we'll find out next nascar america is brought to you by the salvation army when you give you fight for those most in need this christmas
ICI Racing Simulator at Talladega Super Speedway. We can hold these guys off behind us. We're gonna win this race. I got hair mods, I got hair mods. What is the name of Cole Trickle's crew chief in Days of Thunder? Harry Hogg, well done. Somebody shouted a light mod down here. I don't know what that is. I'm trying to spot for you here. Did you like it when your spotter talked to you? I used to cut my radio off when the spotter would start talking. <laughs> what is New Hampshire Motor Speedway's nickname? The, ma the, the Magic Mile. Correct, we'll give you that one. Don't overcook it. No! Yeah! <laughs> I made it all the way to the last corner. This is fun, I'm gonna get me one of these. What was Zach's last name on Saved by the Bell? Zach Morris? Yes! Yeah! Woo! That. I look like Zach. I'm offering my coaching services. Oh, okay, yes. That's the deal. You start the race. Oh my God, that scared me. <laughs> what movie won Best Picture of the Year for 1990? Uh, Dancing Wolves. Wow. In this. Put me out of my Oh man. I'm on my way to the infield care center. I'm just gonna drive my car there and have a psychiatric evaluation. So how did that psychiatric evaluation go? Did you pass? <laughs> I passed and I'm still here. Oh, how perfect. about that? That's that even fun. better. I'll let you on TV. Don't awesome. let me here. Uh, do you know what the number one question I get on this show is? Uh, What's that simulator like? So guess what? You were here earlier. We let our I production know how bad team, it is. Yeah, well, we let our production team take a little run here on the simulator to find out which of them maybe missed their calling in life. Here we see Natalie. Oh, oh, that didn't go so well. Nope. We saw a lot of this. We Hi. saw a lot of this. So none of them really missed their calling. Let, <laughs> no. me, let me be clear about that. Well, maybe, maybe one. Maybe we'll get one. to that a little bit. That's Zaz, as we call him. He works in graphics. series going down the backstretch. He had an early tendency to turn in. It was pretty yes. interesting. We saw that a lot. Like yes. the turn in before yeah. the corner. Well, it's, it's like as soon as halfway down the straightaway, they were turning. This was fantastic. Now, All right. Now we got to watch. Look at this focus. That's Chris Estrada from uh, Research. Focus. There. Look at that. He was the fastest. That's mine right there. So 28.9 for me, a 30.3 for Chris and everyone else there. Intern John, I want to point out, that's actually our producer, John Barnes. Intern John. He, they had a little fun with yeah, the I like that. there. I like but, you know, you can see the spread in time. It's about eight seconds. Now, but Now where are we? Uh -huh. Well, here's What are we going to do? You and I were supposed to drive the simulator, but there was one person missing from that. <laughs> Carolyn here. So, Carolyn, it's your turn. Live yeah, on Carolyn. television. To drive Woo! the simulator. So do you know how to do this, right? You, so you got you to put it in first gear. You Wait, gotta, and you, you got to pull your seat up. All right. So yeah. I just want you guys to know, when I drive at home, I keep it very close to the wheel. Do you drive at home? Well, sometimes. <laughs> which, which one? You live in New York. Which, so you must have learned a thing or two right, from there's Uber. There's three pedals down here. Which one's the brake? So, okay, don't even worry about uh, it. Just the one the on the right. All right just so the just one. worry about the gas. Yeah, just worry about the gas. All right, so I don't want to overcook this puppy. Yeah, so here you go. Just accelerate, accelerate. So, okay. Yeah, look at that. Look I at need that. my glasses. <laughs> oh, this is going to be even better than I, I dreamed. <laughs> I need my glasses. I can barely see. All right. Um, All right. Just stay low here so, because we got we get we've got to stay on the apron to. Yeah. All right. So Two. should I hit it? Well, let me. Let me. Let me. Got it? Yeah. Let me handle okay. my right, own. Second gear. Let me handle my own gears. All right. And this is a competition. You, the yeah. time to oh. beat is a thirty point. All right. So right, um, right? I heard there was a blue cone somewhere. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Right. Don't worry about it. Now yeah. I can feel. I can feel a little bit of resistance on the wheel here. There's. Wow. Wow. You can feel it. I can. That's the feedback. All right. So I hit the cone. Now I'm in three. Now you can go up on track. All right. So that's what us professionals call to as as driver feel, right? Driver feel. How fast am I going right now? It feels pretty slow. We're going 82, uh, so okay. hopefully you'll get a little going. Now, what's the key to the corner here? Making well, first it. is accelerate. 
Okay. Yeah. The key to the corner is making it. Yeah, corner. all right. So look, check me making it. Check me making check it. Check me making check the corner. Me, check me making we're at it right 98 now. 98 miles an hour. 98 miles an hour. Where, where are drivers normally at this time? Uh, about 150. Yes. Oh, okay. So all right. So did you see? Did you guys see Stay what just happened? Stay off the happened? green stuff. Stay off the green stuff. All right. All right so and then go. I'm gonna put it in fourth. Whoa! Then somebody got brave. All right. Just start your lap. I also just would like to point out I'm wearing high heels. Yes, you are. Yeah. Okay. So in heels. And but I can run sprints in heels. My mom taught me how to do that. Did just run a marathon. All right, yeah. so so are you guys are you guys checking really now? Just keep increasing the speed. All right, yeah. a little bit. Uh, it's a little nervous. Get up, okay, get, so get am I fast now? Where am I now? How fast? You're on am the I back going? stretch. You're going 150. I'm a little yeah. scared of the wall. I don't. Let I don't want to let, 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 let off the gas. Very yeah, off the gas. All right, I think so been take, oh, 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 oh go back to the gas. This is what you call saving it. Oh, yeah. get back in the gas? Yes, yeah. Okay, because if so you, did, if you I let off, you just coast. They did call that coasting. Did I complete a lap? No, Not yet. Oh, no. We're oh, God. Right. Oh, 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 that's, that's a 39.3. Okay, so that's we pretty got a couple slow. seconds. You can All right, catch so now it. I'm just going to put my foot straight. I got my foot to the floor All right, right we'll now. Lift a little bit off here. Oh, 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 I saved it. Oh, oh no. How do you know you saved it? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. You might have to go oh the infield. Come on, we need to do it again. We need All right, let's reset. Wait, reset. are you guys reset. serious? So I'm put my foot on the brake? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. Let's go. All right. Okay, so I put it back in first. Yeah, yep. look, oh, oh, you see oh, this thing right here? What's that? that? that means, that's that's where it's straight. You see the what's orange in your thing? Coach? Oh, see the orange thing okay. on the steering wheel? So should it be straight right now? Well, should it's it be straight? You're should in a turn, be... so you can go straight if you want to go straight in the turn. Should it be straight you most do. of the time? Do you no, guys, not you know, in the turns. It should be straight down in the turn. in a second without thinking about it. I'm actually That's finesse. What would you do if there were other people out here? Can you imagine that? Oh, I thought there were. Where? No, this is all you. Oh, just me taking the hot laps? Is that this is? Look, that's the smoke from where you spun a minute ago. All right, so I just went into three. I'm accelerating a little. Should I let off the gas coming into the corner? Should I get up towards the wall? Get to fourth gear. Oh, okay. I'm going to just put it in fourth. Oh, but, okay. So just now, be smooth. Just think smooth. I yeah. live. A, I live. See what you're doing before. Just slightly increase. Be the ball. So you okay. Get one so, more lap but here. now, but now I got to get out of the gas, right? No. Yeah. You're in the nope. straightaway. Oh, don't so get just, out of the gas. Okay. Straight. So just get straight up. Yeah. I got my foot to the floor right okay, now. Okay. Now let off. Now let off. And yeah. the wheel right. is turning. Be the ball. No, 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 I don't know. fighting the G. You guys at it. home knew. Oh, 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 oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, the same spot. Oh, oh, there's other cars on the track. Oh, too. my gosh. Is there Dude, look, there's people going, but you just wrecked that guy. Is there another car on the track? All I want to do is wreck somebody hey, else out here. You need to pull over to that guy. You know, yeah, I, need to, to I need to. I don't know if that engine's is still running. Yeah, because this is where we change exchange insurance yeah. cards. Oh, this All right. is where we exchange insurance That's cards. That's it. You know what? <laughs> We're, it's enough wall for a day. You know, enough, they at many. home have been trying to get me in this thing for, I want to say, what, four years? Yes, easily. Yeah. Um, and I now we know why they kept right. out of it. I think I did all right. Well, yes. You're, you're still moving. You're still <laughs> moving. You can stop wrecking at some point. There's, there's just the idea of completing a lap that you're you're slightly missing. But oh, oh, the club, I yes. feel alive. All right. Um, we're going to go back to the pros to do this for a okay. little when we come yes. back after the commercial break. Tyler Reddick, uh, the man of the hour after the end of the season. We're going to hear from him next and check in with him when we come back on NASCAR America. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs>
Sunday night, all eyes will be on the Steel City, a battle between playoff contenders. Phillip Rivers leading the Chargers' big play offense against Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers. That's Football Night in America, 7 Eastern, of course, kickoff at 820. That is Sunday night only on NBC. All right, let's make a quick social pit stop now, if we can. Chip Ganassi Racing Crew Chief Matt McCall got behind the wheel of a late model and won the Thanksgiving Classic at Southern National Motorsports Park in North Carolina, and that earned him some props from Xfinity Series driver Ross Chastain is going to join the Ganassi team full-time next season. Pretty great stuff. Awesome. Before getting that full-time ride, by the way, Chastain made three starts with Ganassi this past season. You may remember that. He made the most of his opportunity and scored a breakthrough win at Las Vegas. Ross Chastain has shouldered the pressure. He's going to earn his first win in the Xfinity Series. Oh, my God. Thank y'all so much. That just happened, dude. Soak it in. Enjoy it. Burn that to the ground. Holy cow. <laughs> I'm just a watermelon farmer from Florida. I'm not supposed to do that. Wow. Thank y'all. He made the biggest mess during the celebration as well. You guys remember this? Climbing onto the wall and smashing that full size oh, watermelon. Come on. That's such yeah. a good stuff. I like that, man. I like that's that. That's how you celebrate. Yeah. That's that, making sure people buy more watermelon. That was one That's of true. that was one of my favorite moments of 2018, I think, because it was really the the best part about it was he told everybody after the race he wasn't getting paid, yeah. and then yeah. he ended up getting a full time ride out of it, um, which to me was something that some other drivers had thought about doing, had done, and continued to do. Yeah, he believed in himself. Yeah, and, and and you have to as a driver, and you know that you have to believe that you can do it under the right opportunity. And honestly, woulda, coulda, shoulda, he he could have won three races uh, every no time doubt. he got in that car, he could have been a winner. And it's just impressive of what he had done. You know, at JD Motorsports over the last couple of years, when he's done a premium motorsports, it just felt like every time he hopped in a car, he extracted more out of that car than anyone else. And therefore, when this opportunity came along, everyone expected this yeah. out of him a little yeah. bit. And I don't know if he expected it out of himself, but he went out there and took hold of the opportunity and made the most of it. And that was just such a cool story to me because it's, it's kind of old school, you yeah. know, to drive really lesser equipment and then get yeah. a shot and great. Well, Ryan Priest, to his credit, was the one That's, that really started to yep. gamble on himself. We saw Matt Benedetto do the same thing. So this trend of drivers saying, you know what, I believe in me. Yeah. I'm going to do what I need to do and take these opportunities. I mean, is this something that we're going to see more of? A, a, a little bit with certain teams because the point is we're in a business now, and we talk about it all the time, where guys get rides because they bring money. But if you don't bring money, just don't take any money. And if you yep. don't take money, it's almost like giving that team that extra little bit of money that they need to get over that hump, no matter what team it is. And especially at the Xfinity level, the Chuck yes. Series level. You know, as we get in the Cup Series, I don't think you'll see so much of this. But yeah. those levels where there's drivers just trying to say, look, I know I can win a race. Get, if I can just yeah. get in a car capable of doing it, I know I can do it. And that's what we've seen out of these two. And so yeah. I think it's definitely something that a lot of young drivers are taking note of. And it goes back to the advice that dr young drivers always ask or their parents ask, you know, what should we do? And I always say, be a big fish in a small pond. Therefore, if, you can, if you're in the X-Men series, yeah. then make sure you're in the best equipment that's right. so that you can be the biggest fish in that pond. Yeah. And that's the key. If you want to move up, if you want to get a ride in the Cup Series, you've got to show you can win at that level. Yeah, no driver, and talking about drivers believing in themselves, there's not a driver out there that doesn't believe that if I was in that car today, I would win in that car. If I was in that car, I could win in that car. I could win in that car. You believe in yourself enough to put it all on the line. Now, if that doesn't happen, then you're the one that has to look in the mirror and say, just didn't work out, man. Exactly. It's time for me to Still go Still a smart strategy for some drivers yes. in today's landscape, no for sure. And it paid off for Rash Chastain. He took the checkered flag last September. Huge surprise. However, season finale at Miami, what we witnessed was maybe the biggest surprise of them all. Four drivers equally hungry for a championship. 
No more talking, no more thinking. Now it's time to match the gas, put the car where you want it, but you're gonna have to be aggressive. You're gonna have to force the issue. That nine car on the outside, we talked about him all year long. He is not afraid to be in that throttle. Watch him, he's gonna be aggressive from the time they drop the green flag. Is there less pressure you feel like on you than other guys? I don't know if there's if there's less pressure on me than others. I'm going in a track that I like, like I said, I, I'm really happy at, I have a lot of fun at, really comfortable with. There comes the momentum. Tyler Reddick, a big run as he comes up behind the 20. And Reddick goes right by on the outside. One perfect lap, my man. Tyler Reddick coming in as the underdog. I told you you're going to win this thing today. The 22-year-old is the Infinity Series champion. I'm not screaming because it hasn't set in. I don't know if it says that in. It'll be like Daytona again. Take a hot minute. Thank you, guys. There might not be much of that flag left. I'm really sad. My flag didn't last very long. I already ripped it apart. I knew this team could make it to Miami. I knew our, all of our guys at GMR Sports on this team could make it to Miami. We had plenty of opportunities to win races earlier in the year, and I just didn't execute. So I picked a really good time to get my life together and decide to win a race. <laughs> After a grueling championship run, Tyler Reddick got to celebrate yesterday at Universal Orlando, Florida. Made a stop at the Grinch's sleigh. Is that we wheeling? Can, we can wheel that thing. Yeah, he'll, he'll wheel guess. anything. I'm wheeling it. There's, there's no wheel there. He no also, wheel, but that's okay. All right, you know what? Don't harp on the details for us, will you? Um, we also entered the wizarding world of Harry Potter, including Diagon Alley. If you know your Harry Potter, you're going to know this as a one-stop shop for all students at Hogwarts. And I know that you guys are oh. big fans. Yes. Of the movies. And how about this? Face-to-face um, <laughs> -face with a goblin here. Running into Gringotts, a bank for wizards. Those are just some of the sights, really. But so cool. He shared what life's been like so far as a champion with Alex Weaver. Take a listen to that. Hey guys, Alex Weaver here with your 2018 Xfinity Series champion, Tyler Reddick. It's not every day that we get to get a theme park, but you're here at Universal Orlando Resort, and we get to celebrate your championship all day long. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing here today. Well, it's just really cool. Um, like you said, I'm going to get to explore the park a little bit, being at the parade. Um, it's just really cool to be a part um, of this experience, uh, to have the trophy standing behind me, just do all these things. It, it, we won a championship. It's it's an unreal experience. Now we know you're a little bit of an an adventure seeker and a thrill seeker because you're a race car driver. But we're going to go on some roller coasters. So tell me about some rides that you're excited here to take part in today. Are you here for the food? Are we here for the Grinch? What are we here for? I think uh, if if anything, my two favorite rides are probably going to be the Fast and Furious Supercharged ride or the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I mean, that's kind of the the childhood uh, adventure that I followed growing up, whether it was reading the books or watching the movies. So those two are probably gonna be my favorite. Now it's your first season here in the Xfinity Series full-time and you're crowned a champion. How does it feel to not only be in your first full-time season, but also take home that trophy? Uh, it's crazy. I just, um, I can't believe that it came to reality. We believed all year that it could happen, but to see it actually take place and become reality is just, it doesn't seem like it's a it seems like a dream it's a dream come true now in miami not all of us could be in the car with you but when you crossed that finish line and you knew that you had that championship in your hands how did that feel and walk me through that process when you crossed right at that finish line well i was more or less uh relieved when we took the white flag because i knew the next flag ended it we had a six second lead so we were probably going to win um, those last 30 laps were very stressful, uh, just waiting for a caution or the driver to make a mistake and cost himself the championship. But fortunately, we did this time, and um, 
Trophy's sitting behind me. I got the hat on, so <laughs> I guess it happened. All right, well, we have the championship. We have the hat. We have the trophy. Not only do you get a theme park and all of these amenities to go with it, but you get to add your name to the history books. How does that feel with some of NASCAR's biggest stars? It's really cool. Uh, it's really cool. That it was just pointed out to me. I'm the first one to win since they rebranded the logo. So it's really cool to be a part of um, this whole deal, being universal today. Uh, I know Comcast uh, has a huge part um, in everything universal, Xfinity. Um, so it's just really cool to be here. All right, guys, you heard it here from Tyler Reddick, your 2018 Xfinity Series champion. We're going to go ride some rides, but we will see you all in the park. <laughs> Reddick now experiencing life as a champion. It was a win that a lot of people didn't expect, but a win that he deserved, and now he is the champ. Meantime, coming up, Joey Logano entered Miami looking to win his first title, but standing in the way, a trio of Goliaths, collectively known as the Big Three. We'll look back at Logano's crowning moment when NASCAR America returns. Stay with us. NASCAR America is brought to you by Mobile One Annual Protection. Proven protection for 20,000 miles. Welcome back, everybody. The champs have arrived in Sin City. Joey Logano and Todd Gordon striking a pose there with the Monster Energy Cup in front of the famed Welcome to Las Vegas sign on the strip as the countdown to tomorrow night's award show continues. We are excited, and our next moment is the one that changed Joey Logano's life. After making it to the championship for twice before, he finally broke through to accomplish the dream that he has had since childhood. Martin, he said, this kid is the greatest thing I've seen since sliced bread. Well, that nickname has stuck. One lap away from his first Cup Series championship. Joey Logano at 28 years old, fulfilling a dream. No threat, man. One six still, still ahead. No pressure. No pressure at all. As he comes out of turn number four to claim his first ever Cup Series championship, it's Joey Logano who wins. Did you really feel like you were the underdog in this, Joey? No, I told you I didn't feel like the underdog. We proved it why we're not. This is the favorite, and I told you I won that before the race started. I told my interior guy, Daniel Lynch, before we got in, I said, I'm getting in as a driver. I'm getting out as a champion. We won the championship, Marty. Oh, my God. I know you did. I know you did. I'm looking forward to tonight. Right? I don't, know, I don't really know how to celebrate as a champion. I'm really not a partier at all. Um, but we might have to learn how to do that tonight. Uh, from the beginning, when I was driving go-karts around my dad's garbage company and hitting dumpsters to where we are today, I was that kid. Every uh, every time someone asked me what I wanted to be, I said NASCAR champion, and today I can say it. You do change a lot uh, as you grow up, and happen to grow up in front of a lot of people and witness a lot of my mistakes that uh, I made in the, in, the, in the past, but every one of those mistakes has formed me to who I am today. This is probably the best part right here. Crossing the line is one thing, but man, being able to, to celebrate with your team, your family, everybody's there. There's no better feeling than that right there. That's just, it's incredible. Um, man, it's, that's really fun to watch. Uh, <laughs> Keep replaying that. Replay it again. <laughs> you don't have that on a loop. Oh, yeah. of course, yeah. of course. Tonight, the 
Saldano family will never forget. But uh, so much for the champion's advantage here. West Legate Las Vegas Superbook posting the odds for next year, you guys. Look at this. The favorite's not Joey Logano. That falls to Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick. They each open up at 9-2. to two. Logano opens up to 10-1. Wow. I'm going for the 30-1 to one at Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> that's my bet right but there. I mean, Come on, give me a break. Is this fair? <laughs> I don't, that makes, that's actually, I mean, kind of perplexing when you look at the other three that he was up against were yeah. all the top three in odds. So that's yeah. that's odd that they, odd, odds, that they didn't like, rank him higher. I just, I don't know. I don't understand that. Yeah, I, no think that this, I think this no team respect. is going to be as strong as ever yeah. next year, if not stronger. Look, look, this team's been there every other year. That's their third time. They win in their third time. These other guys have only won one time since they've been there. Yeah, they won a lot of races. Yes, they were the big three. Um, I think Kyle Mark Larson's Truex is up way, there way overrated right there. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, that's that Truex one. at six to one. So, that's yeah. odd. The rank, I mean, just they basically decided strange. Team Penske only has a ten to one I'm chance go bet right of winning now. the uh, championship next yeah, I'm year. I'm going to call Jared and Associates. You want to go? Yeah. Jared and Associates. <laughs> yeah, we my, need him. Yeah, he handles all my financial You're needs. You're taking us into a very dangerous <laughs> space. You mentioned the fact that he's not getting respect. He will get respect and will be yes. honored, I think, um, tomorrow at the award show. And this is going to be a different experience for him overall. He talks so much, Kyle, about going to this awards banquet as someone who just came this close to winning the championship, and now for the first time after a decade of work he and the team that has been around him for so yeah. long get to arrive at this banquet and it's going to be about them yeah it's all about them yeah and, and listen and, and we've we've all been to banquets where you see somebody else step up on that stage and get the prize that you worked all year long for that you worked all year long that you worked your whole life to get mm -hmm. and somebody else is standing there joey was fourth then he was second his second time there, and now he's third. Now he wins the thing. So he's worked really hard to personally to, to focus on where he's at. And you heard him talk. Yeah, it was cool crossing the line, but jumping out of that car with his team. Mm -hmm. This was a team effort, and I think he looks at it that way. There, there's so much that went into this championship for him, just being around Joey and talking to him personally. And he talks, and you hear him talk. You know, I was that kid running in the dumpsters. And these, maybe a kid will see me out there and say, we can kid. do this. Like Parker yeah. knows yeah. what that's like. But, and, he, and he says, maybe another kid will see me. He, Joey's just a kid. Joey is still that. We talk about the young guns. Joey's 28 years old. He's still in that, that category right there where when he relates to a 17-year-old, a 16-year-old, a 15-year-old. And, and that's what's so exciting to me is, yes, the mantle is swinging to the youth. It's swinging that way, and Joey's carrying it. Well, First of all, anytime I had to be at a banquet where I'd come so close, like 2012, when the champ walked up, I slipped off of the ball. Yeah, that's so exactly I right. Watch. That's exactly right. Sit next to the door, man. Yeah, just, oh, I'm door. out of here. But uh, no, I think you bring up a great point because when we talked about the beginning of the season, it was kind of the veterans versus the younger yeah. drivers, right? And who of the younger drivers would rise up to beat the veterans? And we kind of played them against each other. And I don't think so many people included Joe Logano in that young driver yeah. group because he's been around so long. But he's still only 28 years old and now is a champion. So I think that is something that really is important when we look at what he accomplished here and also the future of what he can accomplish. Yes. I know we've talked about it, but it just it really astonished me how young he is and how much he's accomplished. And now to know he has so many years ahead of him, so many years in top flight equipment to say, what, what is the ceiling 
I don't know. Yeah. But what it, it could be, you know, it could be anything, but it definitely is very high up there. I think that's the incredible part here. And so now this championship, yes, was important for him to kind of make that statement of saying, I'm here and getting respect from others. But it's the ones that may come after. It's what yeah. comes from here oh, yeah. that's going to be yeah. so incredible to watch for the next couple of years. Before we get to that, though, he's got to go to this award he show has to go and to collect. It. And he's already starting yes. to collect all kinds of hardware and fun gifts. The Goodyear Gold Cup right there. Uh, that's the awesome. gold car that's awarded to the Cup champion. That's that's just it, that that's great an, for your house. And that is an awesome piece of art. More yes. as much as anything How else. Goodyear is has given thing? it for so many. It is gorgeous. Yeah. It is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, Earnhardt's got them. I mean, everybody that's been a champion has one. It's so detailed yeah. with your number, with the decals and everything. Goodyear does a great job. That definitely beats all my model cars. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so, definitely. So, definitely. But we're talking odds, Farafel. You want to look at what's going to go on for Daytona 500 because oh. uh, Westgate oh. Las Vegas is coming through already with uh, the odds for the 2019 Cup season. We're only 81 days away. Man. Look at these odds. What do you make of this, Kevin Harvick and Brad Kozlowski and Joey Logano up there at 8-1? to one? Well, once again, Jimmy Johnson gained no love. So there's no. just not well, a lot of I mean, no. listen, respectfully, Parker. No, I, I understand. Mean, I just think, think it's funny to see him. You think he should be higher than that? I think it's funny to see him all the way down there. Yeah. But I look, you, you know – Austin Dillon at 40 to 1. He won it last year. I mean, yeah. that's the thing about the Daytona 500 is it is such a crazy race, especially as it comes down there. It's so unpredictable yeah. that that's a hard one to really give odds to. I think the championship yeah. one was definitely interesting. Yeah. Uh, listen, no family is more synonymous with Daytona than your family, <laughs> the Petties. <laughs> the patriarch, Lee Petty, won the inaugural yes. Daytona 500 way back in 1959. Richard won the Great American Race a record seven times. 1979. This guy made his stock car debut Ooh, at the World Center of Racing. <laughs> he talked about that experience. <laughs> the world was never the same. It's Kyle the King, Dale Inman, in the latest installment of Coffee with Kyle. So uh, I'm trying to prepare him for everything. And I said, when you come down pit road now, it's going to be hard for you to get stopped because speed's going to be deceptive to you. And he looked at me like, you know, you don't know who you're talking to, bud. <laughs> so I do him a roundabout. You know, I said, okay, we're going to run five laps. I'll bring you in the fifth lap. Pit five, four, three, two, one, pit. Come down pit road, goes by me, run about 100 mile an hour. Goes down pit road, finally gets it stopped down there about to start finish line. Jumped out. You moved. <laughs> Wasn't your fault, was it? Wasn't my fault. Wasn't my fault, man. But there was no pit road speed. There was no there. pit road speed there, man. You just got used to it. Yeah, you still got to stop. Down. And I think you qualified 192, didn't you? Yeah, it was fast. The instructions I gave him, I said, okay, you've never run a race before of any kind. You know, sportsman or nothing. I said, just go out there and once the race starts, just sort of back off. and Ease you know, into let, it. And let them, you know, let them go get in front of you and get settled down so that you know what's going on. Come out leading the first lap. Blind, you know. I didn't know any better. <laughs> Still don't. Really played attention. <laughs> but we used Richard Pitt crew for you, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Made a green flag stop. What happened? We were about a half track ahead, and they threw a caution <laughs> let everybody get caught up. Did they not? Did they not? Yeah. John Markham, put the caution out. You're not going to stink up my show. Yeah, you're going to stink my show up. <laughs> yeah. So, But we wound up winning. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We love that show so much. you got to check it out. It was fun. NBC Sports YouTube channel, by the way. Check out all the episodes. But there's nothing better. Were you white knuckle? <laughs> <laughs>
that first one. No, I don't know any better. 192 <laughs> miles an hour. What's happening here? I look like Carolyn Bennett in the simulator. This is accurate. Here I am. Driving with my high heels. Had my high heels. Yeah, high heels on. Yeah, of course. Yeah, keep talking. Keep talking. You still got a couple segments with me coming up in the show. Oh, my goodness. That's funny stuff. Honestly, and for you to be in victory lane, come on, with your family, nothing gets better. Coming up, we're going to uh, dive into some driver beefs that took place during the 2018 season. Could some of these blossom into rivalries that are going to be discussed for years to come? We'll be right back. Downtown Detroit, this is Hockey Town, and tonight the hometown Red Wings play host to the St. Louis Blues. Two teams looking for some early season consistency face off tonight on Wednesday Night Hockey. NHL Live next. not reach out. Just told him why I didn't reach out. I am disappointed that he did not. Felt like he ran his mouth enough um, on his radio and then after the race he wiped out half the field. I'm pretty sure there would be a pretty busy Monday for him but it, there wasn't. It was like pick and choose your battles wisely because you know you will have to deal with me sometime whether you're lapping me or we get our cars better and we're up there racing with you. I can't worry about people with that far back in the field. Uh, I told him if you want to keep running his mouth uh, he'd come over and do it around me and, and I'll stop before him. Personal Carol Avano confession. I've been waiting to talk about driver beef the entire season, and now it's finally here. Where is the beef? We saw so many drivers take issue with each other in 2018. We saw great racing, a lot of trash talk. What's going to carry over into 2019? Well, from our last segment, is Jimmy Johnson versus the odds makers. But uh, no, <laughs> I think good. an interesting rivalry that might be brewing that no one's thinking about would be Jimmy Johnson first, Jad Knaus. I mean, which one yeah. of them goes out and gets a win without each other first? I think that'll be interesting if Chad Knaus can steward William Byron to his first win or Jimmy Johnson can add to his tally of Kevin Menring. I think that's an interesting storyline I'll be watching. And then, you know, another side note for, on Jimmy Johnson is Jimmy Johnson versus time. You know, when you look at his career path, where he's at, and the trajectory of his career, has a two-year deal through 20, uh, 2020 that he mentioned that was the last year he had on his contract when he drove that F1 car. Can he get that eighth championship? Mm -hmm. And will time be his biggest competition game yeah. that done? If he doesn't get it done in these next years, does he continue? And is it available for him to get it? That's a great point. Great point. For me, it's Joey Logano versus everybody, including his teammate, Brad Keselowski. And, and I say that because of something you mentioned it a minute ago. Joey Logano is only 28 years old. He's in the middle. He's, we, we talk about Chase Elliott turning 22 or 23. We talk about William Byron turning 21. Joey Logano is 28. We talk about Kevin Harvick and, and, and Martin Truex and those guys being 39, 40, 41, 40, whatever. He's right in the middle. So he's getting it from both sides. The veterans have to deal with Joey Logano, and the young guys have to deal with Lo Joey Logano. Now, having said that, I've mentioned Brad Kay because that's his teammate. Internally, when your teammate wins the championship, it puts pressure on you. You say, oh, my gosh, he just won a championship in that car. What, what, what do I have to do? I've got to step up. At the same time, Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano, or Brad Keselowski, uh, Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex, and Kyle Busch, the guys that are going to be that main competition, it seems like, coming out of last year, I'll have that one championship. Everybody's fighting for that second one. Everybody is fighting. Joey Logano is going to have something to say on who gets to that second one first. Will Joey Logano get that championship 
first, that second championship, and jump ahead of these guys. So I think it's Joey against everybody. He proved this year he's a winning championship driver. I know you follow basketball. Remember when it was Cleveland versus everybody when LeBron was in Cleveland? We have a we have oh, a, oh, that's yeah. it. We have a sweatshirt suggestion. Logano versus everybody. Limited, yes. You know what? I, I was most fascinated, Kyle, to your point, by Joey Logano versus Kyle Busch, two young, talented drivers yes. that could potentially be great drivers. But I think I like even more an inter-team rivalry yeah. with Brad and Joey Listen, potentially nothing, going nothing at that moves the needle more than that inter-team Can I just say, if I had to pick a rivalry, can Chase Elliott find a rival? <laughs> like, can, can he find a young driver? Can it be Chase Elliott versus Ryan Blaney? Can Eric Jones well, get in the mix? Yeah. Can we? Yeah, well. You can't we'll be leave friends. it at that. Yeah. You can't be friends. Can't be friends. When we come back, I'm gonna wrap things up with my two friends here. Our <laughs> oh, 18th moment. Now. Yeah. Do you guys know we're friends? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, can you guess what our best moment of 2018 is? We're gonna reveal it when we come back. Stay with us. NASCAR America is brought to you by Mobile One Annual Protection, proven protection for 20,000 miles. Welcome back, everybody. Moments ago, NASCAR chairman and CEO Jim France was named the 2018 recipient of the Myers Brothers Award for Outstanding Contributions to the Sport of Stock Car Racing. He is the fourth member of the France family to receive this prestigious award. Congratulations to him. Well-deserved. And while 2018 features some of the most exciting racing, I would argue that this playoff format has ever seen, you could also argue that the kids stole the show. Just a little <laughs> bit. The family tradition of NASCAR continues to flourish, which is a nice thing, and it's a good thing. And with that, our last moment from Michigan is proof. What did you say to Daddy this morning that you wanted to do? I wanted to ride in the car with him. He'll win again in the Irish Hills. Say hi to Keelan, everyone. You want him to get the checkered flag? He's asked me for a couple days. He said, Daddy, if you win, I want to go across the track and get the checkered flag. Pretty cool to, to be able to watch him do that. Gotta wave it. Gonna get a ride in the race car, Rick. First checkered flag for Keelan, and now his first ride to victory lane. To be able to bring your kids to the racetrack, bring your kids to work, and experience these types of things with them is just uh, a dream come true. Keelan Harvick, the ride of his life. <laughs> That's awesome. That was a really special moment that Keelan's going to have for yeah. the rest yeah. of his life. For sure. There's been so many fun moments. I think about the July race at Daytona. I know you <laughs> love this meme. The Ricky Stenhouse Jr. big car meme. Do we yes. have it? Yes, that's impressive. <laughs> it's I, on a, a different track. laughing at this Different track afterwards. than the Keelan Harvick moment, for sure. Oh. A little less sentimental, but come on, that's so funny. It's incredible, funny. and you said Logano versus everybody. That's Stenhouse versus everybody. <laughs> right there. What do you got? Oh, uh, I found this earlier today on NASCAR Reddit, which shout out to those guys. They just went over 200,000 subscribers over there. But today was the first ever auto race in America back in 1895. It was 54 miles, and it took 10 hours. Kyle, I was you there. remember that, right? I was there. Yeah, I was right. there. You beat me to the joke. <laughs> I was there. That's me in the simulator. Did that that? What do you okay. got? My favorite was posted by Clint Boyer. His dad, Pops, was came to work. And you look right here. He backed over a building, ripped the gutter off, hit a pole, and he put wax candles in the dishwasher. That's Boyer's dishwasher. Also, he posted this picture, which is my favorite photo ever since we've been doing this show. Oh, Glamour oh, shot! Oh, Glamour oh, shot! Oh, Glamour oh, shot! Oh, I'm sorry. Great I had to, Carolyn. 
I had you know, to kill. I'm so sorry. You know at that time <laughs> that you would become a great simulator driver <laughs> those on NASCAR Those were some of my America. best days. I think I was probably like That's your hero nine. card. That's your <laughs> hero card. Sign that for me, please. Oh, my Sign goodness. That. With that, uh, one more NASCAR America to go in 2018. Thank goodness. Join us tomorrow night, 8 Eastern. Red carpet coverage leading up to the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series Awards, 9 Eastern. NHL Live doubleheader coming up now. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.